0: Hi everybody. my name is Misha aka refilling my wallet
1: and my name is David
0: and this is the podcast <laughs>
1: <laughs> sorry Misha had the dial on the wrong thing for forty minutes so not we couldn't my figure fault out to that it's
0: a sideways eight and a upways eight
1: the upways eight is overlapping
0: i don't want to talk (laughs) it's really they made this for people with tiny eyes or something
1: i think you need to wear glasses
0: my vision is fine
1: (laughs) so what are we drinking today
0: i'm taking a shot of fireball (laughs) on a fucking tuesday
1: (laughs) going up on a tuesday
0: (laughs) (sighs) i don't take shots so it's like You're you're
1: pulling at me Sipping the fireball. Dude, it's
0: very weird that you go to bars and order fireball on the rocks. And anyone who tells me otherwise is psychotic.
1: I found my new best friend this weekend. I met a guy at this bachelor party who drinks fireball on the rocks.
0: I'm not, David.
1: I'm not even joking. Like, I bought a smaller, like a 750 milliliter. And uh, I show up, and the guy's like, is that Fireball? I'm like, yeah. He's like, I love just drinking it like straight up. I'm like, my man. <laughs> David,
0: that is embarrassing. Three
1: of us this weekend did that. Do you
0: know how many... It's just... Guys, I want you to understand that we have gone to bars, and David goes to the bartender and orders a Fireball,
1: Double fireball on, on the Rocks. The
0: rock. Like, what in the underage drinking is that?
1: You know what? It's a good drink if I don't feel like soda, or beer. It's a good, it's whiskey, it tastes good, uh, and I can okay, sip it. Okay, I'm
0: pretty sure anyone who drinks whiskey, if they heard you call this whiskey, would be embarrassed.
1: It is fireball whiskey. It is what it is.
0: You can't just say something.
1: <laughs> it says it on there. You look at it. <laughs> I'm not, no. Anywho. What, so, what did you ask me? <laughs> I said, what are you drinking?
0: Um, yeah i'm drinking i'm drinking fireball i actually what i wanted to do at the beginning of this when we started trying to record this 40 minutes ago i i had this beautiful long drink and i love it you hate it um but it's a gin based citrus like carbonated thing it is so good there's an
1: i think i don't like it because it's gin yeah,
0: I feel like if you like mules, which I don't, do you? I like, do like mules. Then I think you should like this. You don't like gin, but
1: yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's that particular one. Do they have different flavors?
0: Mm, like stronger
1: and oh. so. So that that is like their flavor. That's the flavor. Okay. Uh, I hope you don't it mess go. it up
0: because I feel like with Truly, like the summer lemonade was good, and then I don't like tea, so <laughs> the margarita is gross too.
1: I don't like Truly. Give me a headache. Yeah, I've
0: actually stopped drinking seltzers as much. I like high noons. Um,
1: You know, I I wonder if a lot of people are still high noon. Yeah. Hmm. You know, I wonder if people are still drinking like seltzers like they were. College (laughs) uh,
0: kids, I would imagine. I don't know.
1: You know, I prefer beer nowadays. Just fills me up too much, and you know, seltzers are much better.
0: Seltzers are, better. I can't finish this Fireball.
1: What do you mean? You hardly—I'll try taking a sip. I'll try my best. I'll take that one. Here you go. Going up on a Tuesday for me too.
0: It's—it has been a long week, and it's Tuesday, like. It has. I had like a five-hour meeting today.
1: A five-hour meeting, because
0: of like the block of time. It was like two hours, two hours, one hour.
1: Um, oh, I see. So like five hours of meetings in a row. Oh, like we just stayed in the same room. Yeah, we. Uh, it's, I'm just hammered down. It's one of my busy weeks. So.
0: Alrighty, well that's that's something. Um. Anyways, so we said that we were going to possibly rebrand and rename the podcast, and we need to determine what that name is going to be. Right. So we have suggestions from our own brains, and <laughs> do
1: you want to go first, or do you want me to? I will go first. Okay, go ahead. All right. The first one is a more serious one, the right and wrong podcast. No, <laughs> I'm always right. You're always wrong. So it's fitting. Uh. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, no, I sort of liked it because, like, sort of being true. We're gonna be right sometimes. We're gonna be wrong sometimes. You know, this is us. Okay, I know it's it not feels very solid.
0: like this is right. This is the way, when mostly this podcast is our experience and our opinion.
1: I know, that's what I'm saying. It's right and wrong.
0: No, an opinion is not always just that.
1: (laughs) Anyways, that one I honestly don't like very much anyways. Uh, The other one is Life's a Shit Sandwich. And why do you
0: want to do that name?
1: Uh, That one's a shout out to my dad, mainly. He always has a saying that uh, Life's a Shit Sandwich, better get thicker bread. So, that's too long of a podcasting if I do the whole thing, but I, so, I sort of like that. It's,
0: no, I also don't know. like that, because it's super negative.
1: Like, that is true. I, I That one's sort of like a silly one, and I don't know if we want a podcast that has cuss word and the title. There's this guy on the uh, minimalist, and his has like a the F fuck in it, and he's like, yeah, probably should have not have done that. <laughs> but
0: Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I, we just read that book um, by Mark Manson. Yeah, which has
1: a subtle the subtle art of not, of not giving, not giving a,
0: a fuck. fuck, and it talks. It has like a million swear words in it, and I don't know. Sometimes I feel like it's just there to be there. If but, you're going yeah. to swear, like you need to be eloquent about it.
1: Yeah. So those those that's all I could come up with. They're terrible. I know.
0: Yeah. yeah well, you know, can't all be winners. <laughs> I'm
1: not a creative. You're not a creative. You are. Don't,
0: don't the minimalists say like everyone is creative?
1: Yeah. And me doing this podcast with you, I guess could be that, but not for names. But not for names. Okay. <laughs>
0: so I have, um, similar to yours, let me tell you something,
1: mm.
0: which is how David's dad like starts any
1: deep conversation,
0: deep conversation, solid opinion, he has <laughs> yeah, on solid how opinion. your life is going, um, which I thought would be kind of a cool name. Um, I liked hey, real quick.
1: Yeah.
0: Like, hey, real quick. Before you go, you know, like
1: not feeling that one.
0: Okay. And then I like so this is random.
1: That one has potential. Of the three you said, I like that one the best. And
0: then I had another one that was like, um, like let's rebrand or This is our rebrand era. Which ah.
1: I, I like, don't love, but
0: I like because we kind of are rebranding.
1: I think the problem with those is people might think we're like a rebranding guidance podcast. Or, you know what I'm trying to say.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, all right. That's fair. That's fair. I
1: think that the uh, one that's quick. What was it again? So this is random? Yeah. I think that's uh, probably the best one. Because, like you were saying, our podcast is sort of expanding and changing. So, we, some of our episodes might seem... We're talking about random things. Yeah. I like it. Is there another podcast out there that has that?
0: Um I don't think so. Don't
1: steal, listeners. Yeah, we probably should have
0: done like picked the name before we did this, but whatever, here we are. <laughs> um, I think we'll probably just talk about you know we're still gonna talk about money. Or whatever the name of the podcast is. We're gonna talk about money, we're gonna talk about life, you know.
1: Have guests. Yes, so
0: probably. It's just kind of going to be not completely random. Like, you can kind of know what to expect. Not just solely our lives, but I think a lot of it will be, like, what's going on and things we've learned and blah, blah, blah.
1: Yeah. Every week's different. Well, hopefully every week we skipped. Yes. So, sorry we couldn't put one out last week. Our uh, kid, he was sick, and we literally tried to record, and he would not, like...
0: He was just coughing, and...
1: Yeah, and then we tried to put him in bed, and he was crying, and so he had to be in our lap, and then he's hacking up a lung, so... Sorry, guys, but we're glad to be back. Yeah, he's better now, too, so... Yeah. That's good, too, so...
0: Yay! So what's on the agenda today? Um... I feel like... Well, we can kind of talk about, like, being parents uh, who work while Ellington was sick, like... Ooh, Yeah. I feel like that's something that does not get talked about enough, and um, I don't know, we can try to kind of dive into that.
1: All right. Uh, well, you've done more than I have, so... Yeah, which...
0: how many times have you done it? Is this, like, your like first uh, time since he's been, like, how he is now, like, mobile and...
1: Uh, So I think I did it soon after we got back from Ireland, because we were both sick, and I was able to work from home for, like, two days, and he was sick, so... Uh, yeah, I, I've done it the past couple months, maybe two or three times.
0: Yeah. And so, yeah, I've done it a, a lot. Like since he's been,
1: you um, were doing it for a while there because we were only four days a week for daycare. So at least every other week you were doing it Yeah, for one day.
0: And it's like, it's hard.
1: Yeah. Uh, you know, I think it is, uh, if he, if while he's entertaining himself, it's perfectly fine. Um, but as soon as he like needs something like, he needs it now. So you can't be like, hold on, Ellington. Let me finish this yeah. email. So like, that's what, what makes it hard. It's a lot of like stop and go type of work, which I'm terrible at because my job, you sort of need like, 20, 30-minute periods of like straight focus <laughs> if you're not sending emails. Yeah. So it's, uh, that's what makes it tough for me.
0: Yeah. So eventually I was just like, you know what? Forget it. I'm just going to take off. Like, I'm not going to work. And I just have to watch him because
1: it's too—it's just too hard. Yeah. Well, what's funny is, uh, so the one day I was working home from last week, I had to take a phone call, and Ellington was like, started crying in the background. He's like, "Working from home?" I'm like, "Yeah, kid's sick." They're so like, you know, yeah. I feel like obviously- people
0: understand and they get it, especially you know, parents. But um, it's definitely tough. I remember being like, when when I was younger. I guess, like, early in my working career, I never really understood the working parents. I don't know if you, like, had much experience with, like, parents who are working and, like, they're calling out sick.
1: And- uh, not too, not too much, because I think my mom mainly for the first half of my life was a stay-at-home mom, and then when she No, did-
0: I meant, like, when you were working. Like, when you as a grown-up were working, like, have you... Well, okay. So like, oh, I, I worked in a okay. call center, and if anyone called out sick, it was like super annoying because yes,
1: okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And
0: so like, it was always just annoying when someone's kid is sick all the time. Like, it's just just it just was. Uh, it was in the job that I was working in, which sucks and is unfair to a parent who has to like take care of this kid. But then again, it also sucks for the Company. people. who i don't care about the company um it sucks for me as an employee who's like i have to take on this additional workload because someone's out sick and now as a parent whose kid is out sick it's i feel that like anxiety of not being there for my team
1: yeah i agree too and luckily my job's flexible enough where it'll never be like work from home because we just can't we just print too much paper Um, but like it's nice for those days he is sick I can work from home it's definitely not as productive as I would like but I mean at least I can it'll stay on top of things for the most part but I definitely cannot get ahead yeah working from home
0: no I get it it's just and I mean most of the people on my like team not my team but like my department have kids so like my boss with a kid and I'm sure he understands and other you know people have kids and they again I'm sure understand but for me because I used to like feel the effects of not having that person there it like just really stresses me out to not be there when I'm supposed to be like if I if I have PTO whatever I'm happy to take PTO like
1: schedule it and be, be gone but well, that's a shitty thing, too, for parents that don't have that flexibility. Some jobs, you physically have to be there. Like, some parents burn up their whole vacation because they're staying at home k- sick with the kids. Like, that's so shitty. Like, Yeah. You know, is it, what, what can you do? Because, like, we even have him in daycare, but when he's sick, that's not an option. Yeah. So, like...
0: <laughs> and you're still spending $400 a week on that daycare because... <laughs> Um, hey,
1: I will say, ours was pretty cool, and they gave us, what, like, a week off if your kid gets COVID? Or is that just in general, if they're sick? Yeah, or... that was for COVID. Okay, but, so that was cool. Yeah, but this past week,
0: like, we just paid $400, basically, and he was there two days.
1: Yeah, which I guess from a business perspective, you know, they got to sort of... <laughs> I get
0: it. I'm not saying they shouldn't charge it. I'm just saying
1: it's... That's shitty. As us, who suck, and then, like, it sucks for, you know? Yeah, I think the other really bad thing about working from home is you feel like shitty parent and you feel like a shitty employee because you yeah. not you can't dedicate your true focus to either one
0: yeah yeah no it's it's definitely hard it's not, i don't know how parents did it pre-pandemic
1: when like it, remote work wasn't as prevalent well that's what i'm saying they probably had to just like well, oh, can't go in today i gotta stay home with my kid like man I, that, but that would like that would almost be
0: worse for me because like at least no i wasn't working on days but if they needed me like if they needed something which it's possible because I have two fairly new people on my team. They could at least text me and be like, hey, sorry for bothering you. Which, again, I don't promote that kind of work-life balance or work-life yes, whatever. This is my flaw, though, is when my kid is out sick. And I have to then be out.
1: Yeah. You know what's crazy is we have this customer. Uh, so one of our uh, employees was out yesterday. He like left early because he wasn't feeling good. And uh, one of the like our customers called in and we're like oh yeah he went home he wasn't feeling good he's like can i get his cell phone number and we're like what we just told you he's like not feeling well like <laughs> come on it's crazy oh, people how people have yeah it was nuts and then uh so our person that answered the phone she's like well you can try him on his cell phone he's like oh i don't have his number can you give it to me and we're like no like if you were that close where he gave you his cell phone number cool reach out well you still shouldn't do that yeah. but You know, like, no, we're not going to give it to you to call somebody when they said they went home sick. Like, that's crazy.
0: No, people do not care. They're very selfish. And it's uh, fun to see that, I guess.
1: Yeah. But, yeah, I'm sure a lot of other parents are going through similar things. And uh, it's it's tough. Like you said, it's it's sort of crazy.
0: I agree. I'm trying to read my notes here. I don't know what that says. Oh, yeah, sacrifice. Um that's just basically everything we said. Like, it's a sacrifice to, like, to your career. Um,
1: yeah, I definitely see why career-oriented like oriented people are a little reluctant to have kids. Because, like we said, you feel shitty. Like, you can't really dedicate your... I In that book, you know, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck, he talks about that. He's like, you probably have to give, like, 80% to something... 80% focus is something to even see any results and he's like if you want to see great results that probably has to be more than that but I mean it's so true like you're going to sacrifice something you know
0: yeah um. yeah 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 Yeah. Um. okay so I thought about we might tell the rest of our friends about this
1: I totally thought we did and I sort of been talking about it with them, and they're like, "You have a podcast." I'm like, "Ooh, we didn't tell you, because I thought we did that." I told like a select few. Okay, is that what it was? Because I remember whenever that was, we were like, "Yeah, we're gonna start telling people," because we told family, we told some friends. Apparently, yeah, but
0: our most well, the family we told, like the at least like your aunts and uncles, like they're not, they're
1: not, they're not gonna people. listen to
0: this. They're not gonna get yeah. on Instagram. So, like, I might as well told wall. Like, they're excited, <laughs> I guess, but... So, like, a happy face mural wall, but still. I think it's time that we release it to everyone.
1: Uh yeah, what does that
0: entail? Just like, gonna, what do you mean? Like, I'll post on my main page, my main Instagram, and be like, Hey, Ooh. this is my secret life, basically. And they're going <laughs> to listen to this podcast if they... Get the twenty-seven
1: episodes in, and you know what was sort of cool though, like uh, our, when we were hanging out with our one friend, and you're like, "Yeah, I have uh, like twelve thousand followers on Instagram," and he's like freaking out. He's like, "What, like, like, what do you mean? Like, how do I not I know. know about it?" It's, it's what's like,
0: weird is though, to me, I'm like, I don't know, twelve thousand followers is nothing to me.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um,
0: like, I love all um, of you. Who, they, <laughs> yeah. You're like, not <laughs> nothing, but like, there are accounts with like, like, mm. Jeremy just hit four hundred and three thousand followers. So like my twelve thousand just seems like nothing um in comparison. But um it is it is a big compared deal. to his
1: couple hundred. <laughs> he's like it,
0: well I do like I told my one friend um when she like started to um she wanted to like work on her etsy more and like really promote it which she's done amazing things with it so if you need she has crocheted you know anything basically wolf and co threads she's on my following list uh I'm refilling my wallet so you can just find her there but um so i like wanted to be able to promote her stuff and without her being like confused as to like where i oh misha told me about refilling my wallet sent me to you and it's a, I told her um and that was, you know, it's, it's everyone's been really supportive, um, yeah. at least to our
1: face. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I, uh, I think I, it's time
0: I, we I, tell them. One of our friends, um, his, like, she found me on her, because I blocked everyone. <laughs> like, I went through my friends list when I built this account and, and blocked every single person, which takes forever. Um, but then people started creating second accounts. And I just, like, wouldn't go back and ca- keep up. So they would have, like, side businesses and they would need accounts for that. And I just, like, wouldn't block them. And so she was scrolling and, like, saw a reel of me. And she was like, <laughs> Misha, what is this? Like, what is this? What?" And, like, she was she was like, I feel like I've been gaslit. And I was like, yeah, that's fair. Because <laughs> while I didn't lie, like, no one ever asked me, do you have a secret Instagram account? <laughs> yeah. I didn't tell anybody about this account I've had for, like, three or four years and have built a solid following on. And
1: I sort of like that we kept it private, though. Honestly. Uh, like, because we didn't have the added, like,
0: pressures or of,
1: pressure or whatever.
0: Well, a big reason I didn't tell people is because I didn't feel like people cared about the debt-free journey ah. on my personal page. So I was like, well, like, let me go to the space where people care about this. Yeah, And... To be fair, it is significantly easier for me to be vulnerable to strangers than it is for me to be like...
1: To your friends. To my
0: friends, hey, here's every single thing I did that I, like, hated or sucked at financially.
1: Yeah. Yeah, which I think we've said this probably on one of our other episodes, but it is sort of nice that we went through that process because now if people ask us, we pretty much just straight up tell them, like... Yeah. This is what it is. Like, you know, people ask me about the car. I straight up tell them, like, yeah, took a couple thousand dollar loss on that.
0: <laughs> yeah. Which, I mean, if we want people to be more comfortable with, like, expressing how they are doing financially or, like, what things they could use help with, you know. I've had several friends who are like, oh, like, what should I be investing in? My answer is always the same. Index, Index funds. And also, I'm not a financial advisor, so do whatever. Do your own research. Yep but maybe that could be the name of the podcast (laughs) um but yeah so i don't know what do you think
1: um in regard to what are we telling oh uh see and then i I was ready to
0: tell and then you were like no i want this to be a secret you know i mean we sort of already told people so
1: shit why not (sighs) i guess i'll go through and unblock everybody good luck Hopefully, it's not as much work to do that. It is. You can't mass mass do it. No, Actually. it'll be a little easier because I go for. I I think there's a
0: list that I can go off of, like in like my blocked list. <sighs> but I don't know. I I think the other part is there are people on my f- friends on on my main Instagram who I'm not like the closest with. Like I went to high school with them or whatever. And so now I'm like, he or person who knows me enough, like, just enough, here's the insight into my
1: life. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I was sort of thinking about it too, because, uh, uh, like just listening to podcasts in general, certain ones, like, man, you're sort of putting a lot of stuff out there. I was thinking about that the other day. I'm like, Oof. I, I sort of got uncomfortable with it for a minute, but I'm like, I mean, who the fuck cares? Like, I care, but I don't. Like, I know, it's like, do what, I care do I have what the hide? random girl in,
0: in biology thinks about me, like, yeah. 10, 12, however many years later, 12 years later.
1: Um, and it's like, I mean, I guess at least we're sort of being true, you know? Yeah. You're sort of seeing who we are a decade later.
0: I think more than, like, like my friends knowing isn't as big a deal to me, I think Strangers knowing, whatever. I don't care. My friends knowing, uncomfortable, but I can I can deal with. People who know me, but we don't communicate. It's <laughs> like, I think the ultimate level of like, I don't know.
1: Look at me. Scaredness. I don't like, it's just. I wonder it, what makes you care. Like, why do you think that is?
0: Because, I don't know. I feel like. Am I am I that afraid of judgment from people I know but like don't know
1: like my friends? Which they probably even the, these people are probably never gonna reach out to you or if they I, do, I know I bet they're not it'd be gonna like, reach out to me. But I don't want to be a part of a group chat. Uh, who cares? Me, me. But like, if they're talking shit behind your back, then like, fuck them. I
0: know, but it and I know that people people do like it just happens. Like I'm not a everyone doesn't isn't liked by everyone, but it's
1: just I see what you're saying though.
0: It's just very weird to me. Like, I don't want to Your, say names because we'll probably freaking listen to this podcast. Name, but like, names.
1: Oh, shut up. Sorry, a little Seinfeld um, reference there.
0: <laughs> I don't know. Like, our if you if you knew like our our biology teacher, Mr. Chala, <laughs> my boy, was <it>, <laughs> listening to this. What up?
1: <laughs> so how, why are you talking like
0: that. Um, it would just be like, think. Wouldn't that be weird to you? uh like you don't find any you know why the problem is this is a pointless conversation to have with you because you don't do social media correctly
1: <laughs> as in that i'm not on it very much
0: you're not on it very much when's the last time you looked went and looked for a specific person
1: <laughs> this is sort of crazy every once in a while i gotta check on jeremy personal finance club <laughs> yeah no not an influencer like someone you know oh someone i know never Okay, so see,
0: like, you do not do social media the way everyone else in the world does. He's social media.
1: That is correct, which I'm okay with that. We sort of talked about this, and maybe this is a topic for another podcast, but, like, I'm very much an in-person person, so I don't need to see what's on social media for people.
0: You know, I feel like a lot of, like, it's like a lot of um, stories about people with secret families start. Is that they, like, oh, I don't do social media. And then, like, they, you find out they have a social media, and that's where their real family is? <laughs> You've been watching too much Netflix. I'm just saying. Maybe it's weird in a different way that you don't do social media. I just don't have time for it. What do you fill your day with?
1: Uh, well, I mean, you sort of see our routine when we come home. Where once we get home and taking care of stuff... Get Ellington to bed, and then I start trying to like, catch up on life for well, like, the last what does like, that mean? two hours like, before you, bed. What do
0: you even use your phone for?
1: <laughs> the news, uh, sports, YouTube. Like, If you opened your phone right now, what's the last app that you used? Uh, Probably YouTube, actually, yeah, YouTube. Because I was listening to the music. <laughs>
0: okay, before, like, what, what I don't understand, I literally, it's, I can't fathom what someone would do. Without scrolling Instagram or Facebook,
1: or- you spent four hours on TikTok the other day. I did. Which is, I don't know. I, I don't want to say it's bad because it's like it's if, not that's, good. if that's your entertainment, some people watch four hours of TV when they get home. We all have our different. <laughs> sorry, we all have our different forms of entertainment. Most recently, I bought a Nintendo Switch, so I've been consumed by uh, Zelda.
0: <laughs> the Nintendo Switch purchase. Uh,
1: yes. <laughs> Why are you looking at me like that?
0: Why am I looking at you like that?
1: Because <laughs> it was a great purchase? No. <laughs> Why don't
0: you tell the people the story of the Nintendo Switch?
1: <laughs> a couple, oh, probably a month ago now, geez. Uh, I was right like, after we combined finances. I have this new money in my account. So Mine. I was, like, I was like, man, I gotta spend this. No, I'm just kidding. Uh He's not no uh so yeah we combined finances and uh i was sort of uh lacking I, I, work was a little busy so i was like man i really want to find like something to do on my lunch break was part of it so i was like oh maybe i'll before i watch like netflix or whatever but i sort of stopped doing that because i started listening to podcasts now on the way to work and stuff but anyways um so i was like man i sort of miss playing video games And uh, so I ended up buying a Switch that uh, was very quick, uh, according to Misha.
0: Did you discuss it with Misha?
1: No. I sort of made an executive decision. And
0: how much is a Switch?
1: Okay, okay. So here's my original plan.
0: How much is a
1: Switch? Hear me out. I was going to buy a used one, one that does not hook up to your TV, so it was $160, I was going to sell some silver that I had, so I figured I'd get like 60 or 80 bucks for that. So I was thinking it'd be probably about 100, 140. Time I bought the game, so not a big purchase like that. I mean, yes, but not not too bad. So you, when I told you I wanted a Switch, and you're like, well, make sure you buy the one that hooks up to the TV. So I did buy a used one. I got it home. N- uh, no. The used one was $50 cheaper than. No.
0: Him. Here's where you just start <laughs> filling in your own version of this story. We didn't have a full conversation about it. And we didn't even look at a budget before we just were supposed to do this.
1: That is true. I was so like and you, hyped up about it. I'm
0: trying to put our son to bed. <laughs> and you're like, the, the GameStop closes in 30 <laughs> minutes. I have to go right now. And like, I don't have. The mental capacity to put our kid to bed and also let you know, like, I'm not,
1: this okay is not
0: with that. a decision like that we've, like, discussed.
1: You know what I think it was? Uh, I, I was just, like, really excited. Because I hardly ever thought How, stuff how like would that. you feel
0: if I did that?
1: Oh, I told you it was messed up. I was, like, that. my bad. I was, like, I got really excited. I couldn't wait. I, I, I told you it was, it was my bad. But think i'd never do that that's very rare
0: <laughs> anyways so
1: anyways we ended up with a switch <laughs> yeah yeah we ended up with a switch which worked out great i played like eight hours of zelda on my flight to san diego last weekend
0: don't you feel like that could have been like better used with i don't know
1: well no that's what i'm saying so i like was listening to audiobooks and podcasts and like that kind of stuff my self-help stuff like other times of the day so i was like i want to just like relax and escape into a different reality so hyrule has captured my mind
0: what what is hyrule
1: that's the uh like place in zelda
0: okay um anyways so phenomenal the, game by the now way. that we've been talking for 20 almost 30 minutes about so this is random um I wanted, the main topic we wanted to discuss was like personality tests
1: yes. and our compatibility. Yes. So people probably could guess just based on what they know about us. I bet. I don't know. One of you that that is a very uh, that story you just told is
0: not consistent with your personality. It is not. Okay, so let's start with. Um, our signs. What do you? What do you guys? What do you think about astrology?
1: About astrology? Yeah, yeah. I have no strong opinion on it.
0: Well, I feel like
1: like I know I'm a Gemini, but that's like it. I can't yeah, tell you anything else. about you're Gemini, and my zodiac.
0: Gemini's are are supposed to be two faced, David.
1: Yeah, maybe I can. Apparently, I can be. <gasps> okay, so
0: I'm an Aries, which everyone after hearing that makes thinks it makes sense um i feel like people i don't know i kind of think there's you know at least it's fun if it's not if there's not truth to it it's at least a little bit fun
1: hmm. you know and is my dad aries yes think he is uh, dang that statement you just said i'm like ooh, yep, yeah, that that seems fitting for him what uh my dad and then like if it's not truth then it's at least fun because he always uh is a big embellisher of stories so that's not true. He'll tell you a damn good story.
0: Yes. Okay. Well, <laughs> anyways. Okay, so here are the traits of an Aries person and you tell or an Aries woman, actually. I went specific. Very specific, okay. Um Aries women, you are natural leaders and alphas. You're feisty, creative, intelligent, and independent. You are a high-energy person who refuses to accept anything less than the best. Um, since you are a fire sign, you might be unexpected at times, but you are fun to spend time with.
1: That's about 100% for you.
0: About 100%? What do you think is wrong?
1: I mean, the intelligent part. No, I'm just kidding. Um, no, uh... You're just
0: making all sorts of digs at me today. (laughs)
1: I'm joking. Uh, no, I think, uh, yeah, I think that's about spot on for you. Why do you keep saying about? What do you think is wrong? Sorry, that's the way I say spot on.
0: All right. Gemini.
1: Here we go. Here's the Gemini Moment man.
0: Truth. Um, the Gemini man is crazy. He's very two-faced and he probably will lie every...
1: <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't sound right.
0: Okay. The Gemini man... Dig at me. The Gemini man is very extroverted. He's always ready to go and jump into something new and exciting. No. Since he needs constant simulation, he is quite versatile and get at handling more than one task at once. Oh, God. <laughs> He can be quite competitive, always up yes. for a good ca- challenge.
1: Yeah, no. Sometimes.
0: I feel like nothing about this so far This has is been a trying. lie. Um, Gemini man is ruled by Mer- Mercury. Is that how you said that? Mercury. That planet. Yes. It just sounds kind of weird. <laughs> um, Geminis are smart and quite good at talking and keeping up with the conversations. Yeah, so so. He might be the type to give advice, most likely unwarranted. No. Hmm. Uh,
1: <laughs>
0: however his communication skills aren't always a good thing he can be quite persuasive and skilled at lying and he's awful at talking about his feelings and will avoid it at all costs Ooh, I... those
1: last two are sort of
0: oh that you're al- lying
1: no 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 <laughs> i the do feel like one you
0: are a terrible liar like you're the worst liar in the entire world it's awful and embarrassing and you should never do it because you could never commit like a crime open book you are you are? No, I wouldn't say you're an open book.
1: Okay. I, I like trying to be honest.
0: I would say you like to be honest, yes. Um, I do think you are not great at talking about your feelings. 100%. That's something I struggle with a lot. Um, But I don't think any of the rest of this is true at all. I don't find you to be extroverted. Um I, I do not be. find you to be ready to go and jump into something new. Nope. I like uh, consistency. I do not think you are good at handling more than one task at once.
1: Uh, yes and no. Like, I got to basically, like, focus on that sole task. Like, and then go back to I the whatever. I think you can
0: prioritize. Yes. And I think you have good time management. Okay. I do not think that you can handle more than one task at once. Sure. <laughs> um... I think you're smart. Thanks. I do not think you are good at talking and keeping up with conversations. Uh,
1: I can.
0: Keeping up with conversations, yes. I don't think you're going to be the person who's going to be, like, charismatic and just start talking to people. No. And I do think that you can struggle with conversation.
1: Yes. So some of those are true, some of it's not. Yours was definitely more Mine was very spot on. Yeah.
0: So... Are we compatible as signs? And your sign is incorrect.
1: <laughs> do they say Gemini's go well with Actually,
0: a's? what is your... Um, do you know your, your due
1: date? My due date? Like when you were supposed to be born. Oh, I think I was born two or three weeks early. That's the best I got.
0: Because maybe you were supposed to be a Cancer.
1: Yeah, it'd be late June, early July.
0: You could have been... You could have supposed to be in a Cancer.
1: Mm. Um, I love being a Gemini. Gemini's rock. Even though I'm not really that.
0: Gemini... Gemini's? (laughs) Yeah. I think, um... I think Stephanie's a Gemini. Uh, (laughs) From We Still Like Each Other.
1: Ah.
0: (laughs) I think so. Yeah. Um. Okay, so are Gemini's and Aries compatible? Um... Sorry. A Gemini loves an Aries um, for their confidence and strength. Yes. Aries and Gemini create an unpredictable yet happy and unique bond between them. This is a bond that never witnesses boredom for both are up to something or the (laughs) other something or the other. Uh, This is a terrible sentence. Um, They keep the flame of enthusiasm and energy alive throughout. (laughs) I feel like That is a lie. (laughs) What do you mean? I don't feel like... Because it thinks a Gemini is like... Or it is describing a Gemini as a person who's like, up for anything and la 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 la. Unpredictable and yet happy? Yes, I would say that that is us. Unique bond? Sure. Bond that never witnesses boredom?
1: We sort of keep each other on our toes once in a while.
0: I... I don't feel like this is the most accurate description of us. I think there are other personality courses that we took that are more accurate.
1: Yes, I agree. Yeah, Which, much better. The Enneagram is way better. It
0: does say an Aries should marry a Gemini. It says yeah. Aries are most compatible for marriage with Geminis.
1: Interesting. So,
0: at least that's something. So that's the Zodiac stuff. That's the Zodiac stuff. Um, oh, you know what else was funny about that? It says... Aries should marry someone who can handle a breakup Um, because marriage is for the long haul, which is why an Aries needs to marry a Gemini. Um, Sometimes an Aries can be a little too much for other zodiac signs. Um, Like I can become exhausting because of like all the things that I want to do. Um, But a Gemini will find an Aries intriguing. And so if they break up, they will likely get back together again. Hey, That's what it that says was true for us. <laughs> I know, right?
1: So, okay, so yeah, sort of accurate in that regard.
0: Okay, the next one we took, next one, maybe last one, second to last is uh, the Enneagram. And an Enneagram is a model of the human psyche which is principally understood and taught uh, as a typology of nine interconnected personality traits. And the nine personality traits are like they're numbered 1 through 9. One is a reformer, two is a helper, three is an achiever, four is an individualist, five is an investigator, six is loyalist. um seven is enthusiast, eight is challenger, nine is peacemaker. Well, according to this one thing, it that's yeah. what it says so a seven is mine. I am a seven, and someone like the reason we started doing this is because someone like said, "Oh, have you ever done an enneagram? You seem like a seven and I have done an Enneagram, and sevens are often mistyped as twos, which is what I thought I was. But then I started feeling like it wasn't a two, and so I was like, this is wrong. So I, I didn't care. Then I retook the test, and I got a seven.
1: Is that normal for a seven and twos to be sort of close?
0: Yes. It's like I said, it's like when I said like they should be mistyped, they are commonly mistyped. Oh, okay. It means like, if you do it incorrectly, like... You could accidentally get a two instead of just a seven or seven instead of two. So seven is the enthusiast. Um, I'm the busy, fun-loving type, spontaneous, versatile, distractible, and scattered.
1: Yes, 100%.
0: You are a
1: one. (laughs) 100%. (laughs) Which is a
0: reformer. The rational, idealistic type, principled, purposeful, self-controlled, and perfectionistic.
1: 100%. (laughs) Yeah.
0: This was like... Scary accurate.
1: It was pretty crazy.
0: Um, so are ones and sevens compatible? It says that Enneagrams one and seven have a particularly complementary and reciprocal relationship. They are opposites who can bring something, um, needed to the other person, thereby helping both to achieve new growth or they can drive each other further apart by playing on each other's weaknesses. So ones bring conscientiousness orderliness good work habits methodical attention to detail and a pleasure (laughs) in maintaining excellence and high standards
1: that is 100 percent true boring um (laughs) yes
0: sevens bring spontaneity high energy (laughs) curiosity and orientation towards fun and adventure the desire to try new things and an ability to not get too hung up with getting everything done perfectly definitely you But both types can be initiators and planners because I plan for the fun and whatever. So, you know, I feel like that was a very accurate one. And I do think that that, like, what talks about, like, the trouble spots being that, like, you might not like my seemingly rash decision making. And I don't like the length of time it takes you to decide that you are want to get on board with my spontaneity.
1: Yeah. Which Which is a huge
0: huge issue.
1: But I've always said we balance each other out, which is 100% true. I think I sort of help keep you in check, but then you also help get me out and, like, out of my comfort zone. I know, but it's so... um, I would say it's frustrating
0: because I move a million miles a minute. And when I get excited about something, I'm like, go, 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 go. Like, I don't have to be on time. Like, let's book this Airbnb now. And you're like, let me think about it. And then you... (laughs) the problem is you do not think about
1: it (laughs) sometimes I and all I'm doing is thinking about it yes
0: so it can get frustrating
1: I think I've gotten better though
0: I wanted to go to Canada last month
1: and a good thing I sort of kept us even we could have at least visited Canada three hour drive
0: yeah but the spontaneity is gone (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah by the time by well i mean even when i rolled around you know, we could have still went i think you're still wanting to a little bit but
0: sevens tire of the ones continual criticism and dissatisfaction of them
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: so i am um a, a lot and you are you know perfect no, that's not what <laughs> was discussed. Um, the last one we, one we did was just to determine our uh, love languages, which I used to be gifts, but I gave that up because I didn't feel like people could keep to the standard of what I thought like a meaningful gift was. Yeah, And, and not that it had to be expensive or anything, I just felt like I would just get, you know generic stuff and so what that led to was me being disappointed and like a lack like i just didn't feel loved basically Mm -hmm. by people like just people in my life in general um
1: so you're a very good gift giver and i think most people whose love
0: languages are gift giving like are good at giving gifts yeah and so because people can't
1: Meet, meet that, that expect- standard yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. It, it just leads to disappointment you're
1: so good at it that you sort of have the same thought of that's gonna happen to you and it just people it never can't. it never does yeah
0: um and people think that people who are like gifts are materialistic um and like maybe to some extent that 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 is true um but i think there's just something amazing when someone sees something and thinks it's perfect for you and it is Versus when people are... This is why I, like, gave up on Christmas gifts with people. Because everyone was just talking about how stressful it was.
1: Yeah, like, I gotta find this gift, blah, blah, blah. Like, it doesn't have as much meaning as seeing Like, that if it's stressful to you, it, a
0: person who loves gifts, like, as the love language, isn't loving the fact that you hate doing it. Yeah. So, I basically adjusted my expectations for the people around me and became more of a words of affirmation person which is kind of a shift for me but and you david
1: mine yeah is uh uh what is the acts of um service acts of service and that's probably my main one what was the secondary one Is mainly that quality time yeah quality time uh usually what was your second one uh physical touch that's right yeah. i
0: think which is again which i feel like these can adjust huge.
1: too you know? I think
0: yeah, I think they can.
1: So don't get locked up on on it.
0: Anyway, so um, last thing, final thing, when we did this, we like um, did I feel like it's kind of a we still like each other inspired task, or at least they would vibe with it. Um, I told David, and then I did the same thing that I wanted him to write down a list of what he needed to feel like loved. In this relationship. Yep. Marriage. Um, and I said I would be doing the same thing. And this wasn't like... To be like a list of criticisms of everything that the other person is doing wrong. But I feel like people in marriages, especially... I mean, we've been together... How many years? 14? Like 13 or 14. 14 years. Total together, yeah. So it, it's very easy to get complacent. Um, when you're in a long-term relationship. And... The whole thing with we still like each other is, you know, the honeymoon stage doesn't have to end. Um, and in order to do that, you have to work for it. You can't just, like, the honeymoon stage doesn't just stay,
1: you and know. I, I think, too, for us is, uh, like, having a kid, that was a big, like, life-changing moment. And it took us some getting used to and adjustments. And it sort of has been a while since we've had, like, a good, healthy check-in yeah between us
0: and i just don't like my fear is becoming like roommates or basically co-parents yeah like you know co-parents who happen to live together um i didn't well wa- i don't want that to come us and in order to avoid that you have to make sure you figure out like i shouldn't say you have to you can do whatever you want um david and i have to make sure we're working towards it and like maintaining and you know, you can't just, like, learn something once and just be the best at it forever. Like, you're gonna have to keep learning and taking classes and reading articles and working to be better, so.
1: You know, and since I have had, think we've had that conversation, we've had some good, fun nights.
0: Yes, I agree. It was good. Uh, do you want to say anything on your list?
1: Uh, maybe sometime later. <laughs> okay. Um, well, I guess we can. <laughs>
0: Mine, I feel like my list was super long. I'm not going to read the whole list, obviously. All right, just a
1: couple. All right yeah, I'll, I'll read a couple of mine. Uh, you go, to. go ahead, go ahead. Oh,
0: me first, huh? So I felt that I, like, need to be loved. Like, I need to feel and be supported. And what that means is, like, I was training for um, a 20-mile bike race and bike ride, and for me it would have been nice if david had ever said like oh let can i come come with you like let's let's take a family bike ride um and that would have made me feel like he was supporting this ride i'm doing um that do you have anything you want to say to that this isn't again this isn't supposed to be like a list of criticisms towards one another but
1: well uh yeah, I, I think that was good. And while you were training for it, that's, like, something I didn't realize. Like, oh, me going with a, on a ride with you, that would be supporting you. Yeah. And to me, it was like, oh, man, I don't want to do this bike ride. Like, so that was a good yeah. way to, like, say like, this is a way of you supporting me. And I would have never thought about that yeah. unless you mentioned it. So, like, now, my mom
0: went with me on a bike ride. And, like, that meant a lot to me. So, like.
1: Well, and it also helped because now that uh, I told you that, like, okay, maybe next year I'll consider doing it with you, so it would be cool to have both of us and yeah. we can do it together next year.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, and the other one that I wanted to say, there's, a, there's a, um, I have a lot. Um, I put a lot into this, um, but I said I wanted to be thought of. And yeah. what I really meant with that was, like, um, I feel like with a lot of the planning, it, it falls on me, like, oh, like what? Oh, if there's a new restaurant, I'm I'm saying it. Like, ooh, I think they would really like this, so let's go do this activity. And I felt like, okay, I want to feel that too. So like if you hear about a restaurant with like really good crab cakes, then like say let's go to it because they have really good crab cakes and I know you like crab cakes. So like things like that, um, are what I said. Any thoughts on that before you talk about your list?
1: Uh no, and I it's funny because on my list I had like one of the things that I really liked about you is that you're such like the planner for the family. So it's sort of interesting. Here I be feel like moms can be do the... that, or like yeah, yeah.
0: It's it's. I feel like a lot of the times moms become this like, okay, we handle everything. Like I'm gonna book the flights, I'm gonna pack the bags, I'm gonna make sure we have all the clothes that are needed, and we have this, that, and the other. I know where all the grocery stores are for when we get there. And well, that's a huge burden and a huge mental load that moms take on. And it's
1: I think we sort you just get
0: in the car and we go to the the the
1: airport. I think what we sort of determined, at least in our relationship, you're more of the big picture planner type, and I'm more of the like daily management type Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think we both which that's sort of one of the things on my list was like, you know, helping out with daily things around the house house. and hers was help out with the big planning so that was sort of a good conversation to have yeah um but yeah a couple of things i uh, had is like (laughs) talking about you and social media so i told her i was like you know i want more time with us and no screens between us so like uh the other night we ended up playing a game that you found for like half an hour (laughs) an hour so that was cool yeah um because we just like time we put ellington down we both sort of like want to have some me time and we end up getting on our phones for the next two hours or watching tv and like don't engage uh, which i feel like a lot of people struggle with that so that was one of my big ones and then um the other one was like uh starting to take like walks together i feel like we haven't had a chance to do that a whole lot because like we we always have good conversations and like productive conversations when we take walks so one we get to hang out as a family while doing that and then two like i said it sort of is for me taking a walk it helps me think and i can have conversations better
0: all right yeah so you know we we've got we've got our lists we both shared them with one another and then we talked about it and just kind of i think we do a pulse th- check basically and just make sure we're keeping the heart alive
1: yeah I think we have uh, slowly been working them into yeah, and that was
0: the thing we were like, okay, like tomorrow, don't just go through and do everything on the list. Like, yeah, I did it, check, check, check. Like, it really is. You know, I want we want these to be like long term changes and yeah, to make a solid relationship. Yeah. So, I don't know. If you feel like you're in a rut with your partner, I would recommend doing a, what do I need to be loved. And that way, it's not just you being like, here's everything you're doing wrong.
1: Yeah, and don't go in it with that approach. Because I actually sort of felt like that with my list, and uh, you're like, no, that's sort of, like, good. You didn't, it wasn't attacking.
0: Yeah, because uh, if you do it the other way, then they just become defensive, yeah. and it's
1: unproductive. Yeah.
0: So, but yeah. I think that's that's the random podcast <laughs> for today.
1: Yeah, glad we were able to get one together this time. So, knock on wood, hopefully we Will be consistent going forward. Sorry about that. Week maybe we just but, uh, maybe we're just
0: a twice a month podcast.
1: <laughs> uh, we can do it every week. I like it. Very we'll see. Cool. Well,
0: we have no sign off because this is a new podcast. So thank you Until for listening. Next time. <laughs> we love it, and uh, yeah. So that was random. <laughs> see, that's
1: how you can sign off. Okay, bye. <laughs>